Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Making sense of it all. Oh, I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. All right, let's do it. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Ceasefire in Israel, Gaza, over. I see the morning news shows. Yeah, it's over. Israel started bombing Gaza again. Well, any mention of Hamas hurling rockets into Israel? Israel claimed. Israel claimed? Depending on the source, yes. I mean, you saw it. I mean, yeah, it it happened. Well, you have people in this country that don't believe October 7th happened. Right, or or that it was an inside job and all of that stuff. Yeah, I get that. But we'll get to all of that coming up. There was a big debate last night. I was surprised a lot of the morning news shows with Legacy Media actually covered it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I mean, not all that favorable for DeSantis. No. uh, But at least they covered that it happened. Yeah. I'll be honest. I mean, before we get to the, the highlights, I... I kind of want to see more of these, not not just between these two guys, but take, you know, like Gretchen Whitmer debating uh, the governor of Georgia, Brian Kemp. Sure. I, I like that. Not not for a presidential race, but just a tale of competing visions, you could say. Of ways to govern a state or a country. Right. Yeah. Who has the better ideas? But you got to ride her. You got to ride her a little harder than Hannity did. I mean, there was thought? way people talk. They were talking over each other and yelling at each yeah. other, and it was very confusing and muddled and weird. And you know, there was a moment there, a lot ten minutes into it. I'm like, I'm done with this. Is that the way you felt, David? I it, kind of. I thought Hannity did a pretty good job of of sort of staying out of the way, which is what I want. I love that there wasn't a, a massive studio audience. I, well, I like that I too. Love I agree. That. I think presidential debates should should do that. I'm but Hannity was like audience. Hannity was like a hockey ref. You kind of let him fight for about twenty minutes, and then you break it up finally. Yeah. Okay. See, I'll admit it. But that was I saw the highlight clips. Yeah. I didn't actually see it live. Okay. Oh, yeah. I, I, I've been watching a football game. I figured okay. that. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. So that was your take. Hannity should have done better. Who won the thing in your estimation, uh, Scott? You know, and I'm again. I mean, I think Gavin Newsom is a terrible human being. I think mm-hmm. he's one of the worst people on the planet, and he looks like he's out of central casting or some AI version of a politician. So I dislike him immensely. He never answered a question all night. So I'm going to say Ron DeSantis because at least he answered questions. Is that what you thought, David? Yeah, I thought on the substance DeSantis did did very well, but he had already won the debate before they even turned the cameras on. I mean, because of facts, the numbers don't lie. People want to live in Florida. A lot more people are leaving California. Yeah, when you look at all the metrics, and we went over it yeah. either yesterday or the day before. It's not even close. But see, Newsom denied that. and but that, I mean, it was it was crazy. He denied things that were absolutely true, and what he was saying was an absolute lie. Yeah, the big takeaway was he just lied constantly. He yeah, did he it did. all the time. Yeah. But, but he, I mean, he did it. He's very much uh, in the vein of uh, an Obama-esque type of politician where yeah. he can lie seamlessly. And he can be believable. So on the style of it, if you're trying, so I tried to, when I was watching it this morning, I tried to put myself in the, in the mindset of somebody who didn't really know anything about either of these guys. 
Mm-hmm. And to me, on the style side of it, Ron DeSantis needs to switch to decaf. The, uh, just on the style of it. And, and again, substantively, he's the winner. He is. Right. But he looked like he was on his heels. He didn't look like a guy who was in command. Gavin Newsom, the, the slime ball that he is, as much as he lied, looked like he was a little bit calmer under pressure in that, in that arena. Do you agree with that, Scott? Yeah, he's an actor. I agree. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, you know, I, from all the things that I saw online, most said DeSantis won, and it was a great night for him. Now, again, is that the real opinion? I, I would think so, but without any caveats. The only place that I really saw man Newsom just cleaned him up was the Daily Beast, oh, of which course. is exactly of what course. you would expect. Yeah, right, yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, yeah. Uh, I mean, this part of the debate, though, I, I think this is the clip that has made the rounds and was probably the highlight of the evening because it ended the debate effectively as to who was the better governor uh, when when Ron DeSantis pulls out the old poop map of San Francisco. Yes. Outstanding, by the way. Yes. This is a map of San Francisco. There's a lot of plots on that. You may be asking, what is that plotting? Well, this is an app where they plot the human feces that are found on the streets of San Francisco. And you see how almost the whole thing is covered, because that is what has happened in one of the previous greatest cities this country's ever had. Human feces is now a a fact of life, except (laughs) when a communist dictator comes to town. Then they cleaned up the streets. Yes. Yeah, that's absolutely true. I mean, that's like debate over, argument over. Yeah, I mean yes. the, the poop map was a winner. That was yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, if if it's not recreated and sold right now as a fundraiser, which it right. should be, refrigerator magnets. There you go. You know, bumper stickers, <laughs> buttons. <laughs> well, I think DeSantis would make a great president. I really do. I don't think it's going to happen this time around. Doesn't look like it. Um, and it is that whole conversation we've had before about just because you're not completely comfortable in a debate, does that mean you couldn't be a great president? I don't think so. I mean, people would disagree with that. Um, but you just look at what he's been able to do in Florida. I think that, you know, proves a lot. There was one part, and clarify this, David, who ended the debate? Well, Gavin apparently wanted to keep going. There was the opportunity maybe to keep to keep the conversation going. Okay, uh, but apparently, and this is according to NBC News and a couple of other mainstream outlets have reported this. It was Gavin Newsom's wife who said, "Quote: We're done. We're done. Shut it down." What, was she like Mick in the corner? Kind of. Yeah. I mean, I, I think again, if you're looking at the substance of it, it's really not even close. I mean, yeah, DeSantis had a good night. The question, though, is the performative side of it: who did better? how much more does that matter to people who are viewing but yeah his wife was saying all right call off the dogs we're done we're done wow are you playing the part of dr jill we gotta go time to go yeah man oh man now david have you talked to anybody because you talked to several different people that thought newsom actually won that thing no okay just curious meanwhile as that's going on trump had a parody yeah well, yeah, Donald Trump on Truth Social shared a parody version of the DeSantis Newsom debate. Um, it was live from Loserville. <laughs> and, 
I did. I I thought this was actually pretty funny. It was a sort of like deep fake uh, version okay. um, of it. Have you heard it yet, Scott? No. Here we go. All right, welcome back to debates that nobody really gives a shit about. I'm your host, Sean Hannity, and tonight we have the governor of California, Gavin Newsom, and Florida's governor, Ron DeSantis. Let's begin. Have you ever betrayed the greatest president to ever live, President Donald J. Trump? No. Uh, what kind of question is that? What the hell? Very simple question, but let's try the next one. Are you a short, insecure little man that likes to wear lifts inside your cowboy boots? Yes or no answer, please? Nope. You know what? My wife bought me those lifts, and I happen to like them, okay? <laughs> He's even using a stepping stool. I can see it from over here. Governor, we clearly said no step stools. You either get off of it or you're leaving the stage right now. And then, then, you, see, then you see him, like, like, get shorter by, like, three different levels, and then people are <laughs> laughing as he waddles off the stage. So I will say that I'll amend something. You asked me if, if anybody, if I'd heard from anybody who thought that Gavin Newsom won. Yes. A lot of the uh, Trump-affiliated people were. And I, to me, it, it said that Newsom won, and that's just because they don't want Ron DeSantis to right. be the nominee. I, I think that's kind of weak sauce because at the end of the day, owning the libs has to transcend primary politics to me. But Yeah. Well, you've mentioned some of Trump's people. They put out stuff that's just kind of garbage. Yeah. Well, but as far no. as that parody, that's, that's you got to admit that's pretty funny. Absolutely that's funny. Yeah, that's really good. Okay. Um, you know, sometimes you just get uh, crazy stories that you happen to see and you just want to share. We talked about smart fill-in-the-blank, you know, appliance or whatever for a long time, and Van Camp's always been against it. And no this goes way. back like seven, eight years of smart TV. Don't mm -hmm. want it. Don't want to be spied on, right? We're like, well, really, is it spying on you? You're way ahead of your time, David. Yeah, and then it is actually spying on you, yes. Yes. You know, smart everything for your home, and you've pretty much stayed away from it. Mm -hmm. And when there was first word of a smart toilet, you were definitely against that. Well, absolutely. I mean, some, they can... See if you're healthy just by testing, you know. Your. Yeah. Your, is it on the map? <laughs> In San Francisco? I don't know. It's a, a good question. Yeah. Uh, some of them have automatic flushing or heated toilet seats that can heat up as you sit on it. Um, water conservation features, self-cleaning features, stuff like that, right? Uh-huh. Okay. Dude in China has a smart toilet. Okay. And it actually burst into flames while he was on it. <laughs> Man. It's crazy. Um, he sensed something was wrong. He's, he's smelling smoke. I said. And then he saw plumes of white smoke billowing from the toilet bowl. And he's starting to get up. But before he could actually get all the way up to get his pants up, the whole thing exploded. Dang. Oh, yeah. He's going to be fine. Thankfully. Dang. And they're not sure what started the fire, but they think it could have been sparked by a short circuit, something like that. Either that or he had Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> Another fear of mine. You get mess, start messing with that stuff. Fire shooting up the old bunger. <laughs> You're just gonna just gonna say it, aren't you? Yeah. Well No theater of the mind there. No. no. Not at all. No. Okay. Uh the latest on uh, the ceasefire ending and much more coming up right here.
Do you hear that? Asthma triggers are everywhere, from dust mites, pet dander, and pollen, to smog and smoke. An asthma attack can strike anywhere, anytime. Be prepared with quick-acting primatine mist, clinically proven to open airways quickly. It's the number one FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over-the-counter. Primatine Mist. Breathe easy again. Use as directed. A holiday message from Jackson Hewitt. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to get money the same day. Starting December 11th, walk into a Jackson Hewitt for an early loan on your tax refund, and you could walk out with up to a thousand bucks. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to get money. Listen, I would be crazy. <laughs> Appointments go fast. Book yours now at jacksonhewitt.com. Early refund advance offered to eligible clients. Application required. Finance charge applies. Loans by Republic Bank. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year. I've been taking Nutrafol for just over four and a half years. My hair was thinning. I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress. I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement. My hair feels thicker. Stronger. The breakage is less. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. Hi, what brings you to the clinic today? Oh, the baby's not feeling well. I think she might have a fever. Ah, uh, well, let's check her temp with the exergen thermometer. You're right. These exergen thermometers are very accurate. Reads 101.2. Oh, gosh. Well, that exergen thermometer sure is fast and easy to use. Yes, and many doctors recommend exergen for home use. Exergen thermometers, backed by over 100 clinical studies, are available at Walgreens and participating retailers. Learn more at exergen.com. Okay, the Markley Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. So the ceasefire, guys, is over. Um, I mean, this had been going on for a while. I mean, you had Hamas saying one thing and then doing another. Yeah. As far as rockets, everything else. So finally, Israel's like, all right, done. And they started targeting again specific spots in Gaza dropping the bombs and you saw that you know on the morning news shows from legacy media talking about the ceasefire's over israel bombing gaza again they're playing this one side it's really sickening to see as far as i'm concerned um but another story that i did not see them cover was how the hamas terrorist had branded israeli children hostages Golly. just in case they escaped Branded them? Branded them. Oh, my God. Uh, I don't even think I saw this. Okay, I won't spend too much time on it, just to give you an idea. Holy cow. It was a family member of two Israeli boys that were released earlier this week, 12 and 16. Um, talked about how brutal the treatment was, including, okay, that they were burned or branded by taking each of their legs and putting it on the exhaust of the motorcycle oh, God. that was, I mean, smoking hot. Yeah. So that way they'd have a burn and they'd be marked. So if they ran, uh, Hamas could find them. So look, you know, for the ones that have the big burn mark on the leg. Said they were drugged, treated so badly, but at least they're with us. And the former Israeli prime minister also confirmed the details of that. Saying, yeah, we know 
that Hamas terrorists held hostage these boys using a boiling hot motorcycle exhaust to imprint a burn on their legs to identify them if they tried to escape. And then he repeated it. Like, in case you didn't hear me, this just happened. Yeah. Okay, so you should know this. So why is it, David, that one of the legacy media outlets would not report that? So that people understand the brutality of what's going on. I, I Well, I think because it started to shift a little bit. You've got uh, young indoctrinated assignment editors and writers and associate producers who are instantly uh, sympathetic to the Palestinian cause. And so it start the the coverage starts to get shaded in that direction, to where you want to make it seem like now this is somehow disproportionate. The response is disproportionate, um, and to try to make uh, basically going back to form what what mainstream media is good at, which is trying to make Israel look like the unreasonable one right. in this situation. By the way, we mentioned this yesterday. We had the conversation of what do you think would happen, you know, going forward, talking about what would happen with Gaza, mm-hmm. that, you know, once the hostage thing is pretty much done, that Israel would just obliterate it, yeah. basically. There's another piece today, Wall Street Journal, that talked about, they said when the war is over. I don't know exactly what that means, but they're not going to stop until all these Hamas leaders are out. And if that means they're in other countries, they're going after them. Oh, absolutely they are. Think about that. You got some of these leaders in Qatar, and Israel's going to take them out there? Then what happens? Well, nothing good. A lot of things go kaboom. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. You start to bring in all kinds of countries then. No doubt about it. Yeah. So, see what happens. Ever notice we don't hear anything about the Ukraine right now? I have noticed that the only I saw I saw two different things this week, and one was very much about how much Russia is gaining. Um, different territories and basically winning. It's just like radio silence, though. It's been remarkable. Yeah, I mean, how it was the lead story for was, months. Yes, and I know sometimes you know we were talking about this last night there was you know the football game on and there was the debate and sometimes you want to get away from it scott you were enjoying the golden bachelor Golden bachelor was on last night because it was you know a pivotal last episode and so yes i didn't even know that it was last night but you caught it so gary had to pick his lady and he did and you said there was like massive we someone oh, saying man. you like well the woman he didn't pick was hot man <laughs> you lied to me you told me i was going to be the one you're a liar you're a liar gary wow. liar and it was crazy. It was like, oh, man, he's sitting there taking it, too. <laughs> he's getting beat. Now, David, if you feel like you missed out, I did see a clip of this. Okay. Like his, and- I got to the point with the questions I had asked myself about how did I get here and is she the right girl? And I came to the realization that you're not the right person for me to live with. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Is this when it goes crazy? Oh, yeah. Close. Here we go. You're the person that I can't live without. Oh, my God. oh that was the, okay. That was yeah. That oh, was that was dude, the one. That was so he, good. he tricked her. <laughs> but the other one went off. On. The other one went off. Yeah. <laughs> Holy cow. Yeah, Daddy Oak. We can grab that somewhere. I don't even know if that's available. It was embarrassing. <laughs> Gary limped away, man. That guy. He got kicked around. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. I enjoy listening to you talk about it more than I would ever watching it. I know that. All right, David, biggest story today? 
You're not the one I can live with. <laughs> You're the one I can't live without. Oh, right, exactly. <laughs> see, I didn't see that coming yeah. either. I'm like, what's going on here? Oh. <laughs> I know. It was a journey, though, David. I'm sorry. Oh. I just. Not just a journey. It's an incredible journey. You ever, you ever get a headache just like right in the middle of your forehead? Like yeah. It, like it feels like there's there's like a like a toddler inside your skull trying to punch his way out. <laughs> Is that where you are now? That's where I am at this exact moment, yes. Okay. David's there in his journey right now. Oh, yes. It's going to be okay. Uh, news update and a round of What's Your Story? Straight ahead. Hey, it's Jamie Markley. David Van Camp. Me, Scott Robbins. From the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Where we turn mundane into madness. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening on the radio. But have you dared to join in the fun online? Follow us on Instagram for video and behind-the-scenes content. Hey, is that a good idea that we do that? Sure, why not? You can also yell at us on X or Twitter. It's that thing Elon Musk runs. And Facebook, because Grandma deserves a daily dose of Barkley Van Camp and Robin. Yeah, stop doom-scrolling and stalking your old high school classmates. Search MVCR Show on Instagram, X, and Facebook. Because life's too short for boring radio shows. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm Jamie Markley, the Gen Xer, the millennial David Van Camp, and the sexy boomer in the camo. That's Scott Robbins. It's camo? I guess it is. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's camo. It's not green, it's black. So, yeah, it's yeah. still camo. Yeah, you can't feel it. barely see me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still cracking up at your take on the Golden Bachelor, but more on that later. Let's okay. get to uh, part of this debate last night, David. Yeah, so Florida governor and Republican presidential candidate Ron DeSantis had a debate with the Democrat governor of California, Gavin Newsom. And, you know, obviously they go back and forth, and uh, the numbers don't lie. Florida is in a much better possession than California. That's obvious. Yes. So I think the debate was already won before either of them showed up. But uh, there were, uh, I mean, obviously some tense moments, but uh, Newsom seemed to endorse Nikki Haley. And I don't think Nikki Haley's uh, camp is very happy about this right now. Oh, roll it. I think it's a question some people probably ask. This is just a reminder. Uh, you know, it, it, I think it's a question some people probably ask. And I know Nikki Haley's campaign is asking, when are you going to drop out and at least give Nikki Haley a shot to take down Donald Trump in this nomination? She laid you out. Please. You're a walking hypocrite. You wish. You You're wish. a walking you hypocrite what about China? on the issue of China. This is I'm the guy a... that was looking for direct foreign trade from China, was doing trade shows, open up an awesome... That's already been That's debunked. An you talk about true. the liberal fact-checkers. Even the liberal fact-checkers Ch did Donald Trump did that, himself so. today called Please. you Red Ron for Please. a reason. That sounds pretty weak. That's what made me crazy, though. He never answered a direct question. He. This is what he did. Just divert. all night long. He just yeah, he did it all night long. Go after DeSantis. Yeah, and then at one point, yeah, he calls DeSantis a bully. You're just a bully. Yeah, just a bully. That sort of thing. So it seems that what Newsom was trying to get out of this is get himself on the national stage as this quote shadow candidate, so that he could just sort of prove to people he's got what it takes to replace Biden because the Democratic operatives, the big money people, know that Biden can't make it. Well, and he went out so, of his way to tell us how great Biden was last night. Yeah, that's Which, part of the whole deal. Right, to say, I'm not, I'm see, not I, 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 I endorsed him. I was in his camp. Not my fault he dropped out. So my question is, for 
Democratic voters, did he show that he can captivate the national stage, in your opinion, David? I think David had the best description of him, actually. Well, I think if you have a voting base that really cares about optics more than substance, I think he did a good job on that. Gavin Newsom did. Because Gavin Newsom is an actor. He looked the part. And it doesn't really matter if he lied constantly. The one thing is that Ron DeSantis took the bait a lot and started, you heard it in that clip, starts yelling over, that's false, that's false, that's false. And I understand mm-hmm. you want to stick up for yourself and you want to call out BS when you hear right. it. But there's a way to do it effectively and a way to do it ineffectively. And I thought he was fairly ineffective because he just sounded like he was back on his heels. Whereas you have Governor Hairgel over there, Gavin Newsom, just steamrolling the guy. Okay. All right. So then we get to this part of the question, which would be, because before, whenever we've talked about Gavin Newsom, and I think... David, when you've said the guy doesn't have what it takes, you see him off script. He's not very good, which is true because he'll just flat out lie about things. But from your takeaway last night, he would have enough of what it takes to actually be appealing to Democratic voters because that's what they're looking for. It's tough to it's tough to know that I. It seems like Kamala Harris was there when she first ran for president. A lot of people, and I think CNN was saying, this is the one to beat. Until she got out there and had to answer questions. And it it was a disaster. Everybody saw it. Yeah. But you're thinking this guy is slick enough that he can pass the test with these people? Yeah, it could be. Um, yeah, what? Yeah, it, but- I, I agree. But if you are actually going up against somebody like a Donald Trump who can steamroll you right back, right, which is a skill that DeSantis, DeSantis has a lot of skills. He doesn't have that skill. He doesn't do it very well. Um, and again, that's the performative, not substantive side of things. But if mm-hmm. you have a guy like Donald Trump, Donald Trump would mop the floor with that guy, with Gavin Newsom. Yes. Okay. And I hesitate to say it, but I think you'll agree with me. He is better at it, but he can overdo it to the point of irritation like he did the first debate with yeah. Biden. James! Dude, that lost that lost it. In my mind, it, well, it always will. That first debate, it was bad performance from Trump. He was yeah. way better in the second one. I don't know. They had COVID. I understand. Yeah, he was sick, so I, I don't know. I'll, I'll give him a hall pass on that one. Uh, no, you don't get a hall yeah, pass yeah. on that, okay. man. Right. No, 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 no. I mean, Trump's the guy. No excuses. You got to go and you got to perform. One thing, and I, I think he will. Yeah. Um, One thing I thought was interesting about DeSantis last night too is he talked about how well he did with with blacks, Hispanics, and women. No mention of any any white. I was waiting for him to say gays after that, and then trans after that. Are you talking about Newsom or DeSantis? Yeah, yeah, no, I'm talking about Newsom. Okay. He I just checked the boxes off Yeah, as he went along last night. I thought, well, this is, this is exactly where this campaign goes, if it goes anywhere. Uh, of course. It's going to be those things. You know? they, have, they, they have no policy to run on. That's, that's the whole problem. And that's one of the reasons I think the guy had to lie right. constantly the way he this did. Thing. All right. It's time to move on. There's other things out there. And we do this every day. It may not be the biggest story that you saw, but it certainly caught your attention. Today, David, what's your story? Uh, Senator Ted Cruz put out a proposal a couple of weeks ago which would ban federal agencies from forcing an employee or contractor 
to use personal pronouns that contradict with an individual's biological sex. So basically, under the, un, under the proposal, just to be clear, you can't be fired for, quote-unquote, misgendering somebody. Okay. You can't be required to go along with it if you don't want to. Right. Um, and the San Antonio Express News had a hard time with that. Uh, the headline reads, Senator Rafael Edward Cruz, who uses the preferred name Ted, has introduced a bill to limit the use of preferred names and pronouns. <laughs> I'm very smart, and that's obviously a one-to-one comparison. <laughs> Checkmate, <laughs> says the San Antonio Express News. The writer, the writer, he's one of those uh, they-them guys. Okay. A master's degree in journalism from the oh, University of, of Texas. Mm, yeah. They-them. Mm-hmm. He right. expanded on that, saying Senator Ted Cruz has introduced a bill that would limit the use of preferred names by trans people. Not, not really even what it does. It just it it gives people their First Amendment freedoms or guarantees them. Um, and then it goes on to say uh, the irony critics point out the senator whose legal name is Rafael Edward Cruz uses a preferred name himself, Ted. And that's not irony, because no one would lose their job if they called him Raphael. And if you called him Raphael, I'm guessing Ted Cruz wouldn't freak out. He wouldn't shriek. He wouldn't threaten to kill himself. Okay? No, he would not. He'd be like, why are you calling me Raphael? That's kind of weird. Well, the other, obviously, the other people are supposed to lie and go along with the charade. Right. Or it's terrible. Not actually using someone's right. other name. Yeah. Ridiculous. All right, Scott, for what's your story, what do you got today? Uh, the Trans Day of Revenge. Have you heard about this one? That's not on the calendar, or at well, least it wasn't. I didn't see it. It's planned for December the 8th at the University of Iowa. Hmm. Yeah, the Trans Day of Revenge depicts Herky the Hawk hung upside down being beaten by a masked individual with a bat. What? Now, at this moment, i got to ask you, is there any, is there no group anywhere? That has more social clout than transgender people. I've heard this argument before. It's I mean, a pretty good one. Seriously? Yeah. This is what we're doing here. Because we need to recognize it. We're not recognizing they don't get enough play. I don't understand. So, again, they're going to hang this thing upside down? Yeah, well, Herky. Herky. Know, gets hung upside down being beaten with a masked man with a baseball bat. I guess to depict violence against transgender people? I don't know. <laughs> Are we supposed to assume that Herky is, in fact... Transgender? Is Herky transgender? Not that I'm aware of. Okay. I've never looked, I've never picked his tail up to look. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know either. Anger and eternal victimhood, my friends. Well, and full display. And mental illness, like real serious mental illness. Yes. I can't, University of Iowa. Hey. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's kooks everywhere, man. It doesn't matter. If you don't have anything planned, you can check it out for yourself December the 8th. Okay. Uh, for what's your story today? It was just a couple of things that I happened to see that I thought were interesting that don't get a whole lot of play. And maybe you already knew this. I did not know this. Um, a study found as far as migraine, headaches, people that get them um, are usually associated with something in the neck. Hmm. Did you know that? I didn't know that. No, I did not either. Um, a lot of times it's associated with overworked or inflamed neck muscles. Um, but it's the first time. So doctors have thought this for a while, but it's the first time that it's been proven with MRIs. Huh. That's interesting. And we all know someone that suffered from migraines, or maybe you yourself. I never have, fortunately. Knock yeah. on wood. 
Um, and if it's your neck, neck, I got the biggest head in this place right now. I got a seven and five inch melon <laughs> going here. You think of holding that thing up would give me migraines? <laughs> Is it safe to say you also have the thickest neck? That's possible. I it's suppose. like a pit bull over there, man. <laughs> no, yeah, it looks. I'm saying it's. It looks pretty strong. Well, I was holding his head up. It's got to be right. Yeah, you don't look like Adam Schiff. I mean, that'd be no, different no. if you had your size melon. Oh on that. well, yeah, that's a pencil neck, though. Yeah, it's right. Been right. Demonstrated many times. Yes. That's what I thought. And this too. So you see a study like that, you're like, oh, wow, that's really interesting. Yeah. And then there was another study, that, crazy, found that sports fans are more likely to be violent and act irrationally when their team loses a game. <laughs> really? What? what? Really? No. <laughs> they had to do a study for that. I've done that. <laughs> and weirdly enough, science hasn't been able to figure out exactly why, but if they're sports fans in Philadelphia, they also get more violent when their team wins. Yes. It's weird. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. Alcohol plays in that, too. Is that a new study? (laughs) Oh, there's an attorney general of the state that is suing Pfizer. This is very interesting. We'll get to that and much more coming up right here. There's an easy way to get someone a gift they're sure to love. And that is the gift of meat. And not just any meat, Omaha Steaks. Let Omaha Steaks take the guesswork out of gifting. Shop carefully curated gift packages that are guaranteed to make spirits bright all winter long. Go to omahasteaks.com and save 50% off site-wide. Plus, when you use promo code MBCR at checkout, you'll get an additional $30 off your order. Send tender, juicy, butcher's cut filet mignons, mouth-watering burgers, gourmet jumbo franks, or even easy-to-prepare meals that are ready in a flash. This offer won't last long. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away. So shop early and beat the shipping rush. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code MVCR at checkout. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. Visit omahasteaks.com, take advantage of 50% off site-wide, plus use promo code MVCR at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum order may be required. A holiday message from Jackson Hewitt. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to get money the same day. Starting December 11th, walk into a Jackson Hewitt for an early loan on your tax refund, and you could walk out with up to a thousand bucks. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to get money. Listen out, would be cray. Appointments go fast. Book yours now at jacksonhewitt.com. Early refund advance offered to eligible clients. Application required. Finance charge applies. Loans by Republic Bank. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. Do you hear that? Asthma triggers are everywhere, from dust mites, pet dander, and pollen, to smog and smoke. An asthma attack can strike anywhere, anytime. Be prepared with quick-acting primatine mist, clinically proven to open airways quickly. It's the number one FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over-the-counter. Primatine mist. Breathe easy again. Use as directed. As we wrap up the year, we just want to sprinkle some joy your way. Wishing you a Christmas that's as merry as a kid opening up that first present under the tree. And a 2024 that loves you as much as Major League Baseball hates me. Stick around for more talk, more laughter, and maybe a few resolutions we'll try to keep. Does Robin still have that Fitbit Mark Lee gave him? How about adding mind your own business to your resolutions, pal? From the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show to you, have a warm and wonderful Christmas season. And let's chat our way into a fantastic new year. 
Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. All right, what's the story with this lawsuit, David? Uh, this is pretty big. The Attorney General of Texas is suing Pfizer for misrepresenting the effectiveness of the COVID vaccine. And yeah, big for, news. Yeah, yeah, and for conspiring to censor public discourse. Ken Paxton says Pfizer, quote, engaged in false, deceptive, and misleading acts and practices by making unsupported claims in violation of state law. Uh, he wrote that the representation that the vaccine was 95% effective against infection was misleading because that was a calculation of the relative risk reduction, which unduly influenced consumer choice. They also uh, say that uh, they illegally claimed that the vaccine protected against transmission. There's a lot that's going to come out in the next couple of years yeah. about this. Well, and at the same time, the yeah. other one's already started. Yeah. yeah, it feels like. Yeah. Well, now in Ohio with a bunch of kids, what are they calling that? Some sort of pneumonia. Yeah. And it's going all through Europe, originated in China. And all you can think is, here we go again. We haven't even figured out everything that happened with the last one and how many lives were thrown out there. The surface. Yeah. Good for him, man. Well, we haven't been allowed to question it. Yeah. No, you haven't. I mean, if you questioned it, it was taken down. You were thrown off social media. Yes. You know. The, it, well, you got different people canceled the cable news. Right. So now it's just become a time away. Maybe we can start to question this now. Well, yes. Finally. Oh, and, and I think they might, they, they really do have a point in Texas, at least, going after these guys because the head of Pfizer, what, what they've done is they've tried to do sort of the, they've tried to play a very cute game where they said, well, our official documents never really said it stops transmission, right? There's a significant risk reduction, right. basically meaning you'll stay out of the hospital. But but in public, the guy was out there in right. 2021 saying it's 100% effective. Yes. So those public statements do matter. When you talk about defrauding a consumer base, the public statements matter a whole hell of a lot more than what your scientists were writing in papers. And our political leaders back the play. You know, you aren't going to get it if you got the shot. This relates to me a little bit what Elon Musk said the other day in the sit down with Andrew Ross Sorkin from CNBC. And if you hadn't heard that, he was talking about advertisers boycotting. Yeah. And it was. Uh, don't advertise. You don't want them to advertise? No. What do you mean? If, if somebody's going to try to blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money, go f*** yourself. What? what? But go f*** yourself. <laughs> is that clear? I hope it is. And I think it's related this way. Because I remember this with Tucker Carlson. He was outspoken against the Ukraine war and against... You know, Big Pharma. Well, mm -hmm. Big Pharma sponsors a lot of news, right? Well, look at the ads. Yeah. Of course. And Glenn Greenwald was talking about this as a journalist. And a lot of these big companies don't want to hire real journalists because they want to tell the truth. That's why he quit The Intercept, because of the Hunter Biden laptop story. And they weren't going to run his story. He helped. <laughs> He founded that place, and they weren't going to run the story unless he changed some things with it. He's like, no, I quit. And he was talking about this, and I thought this made a lot of sense. And you, David, know certainly a lot more journalists than Scott or I. Um, 
but said major corporations that have all kinds of other interests besides their media division and what kind of attributes are awarded to major corporations people who avoid controversy who avoid conflict who avoid displeasing and angering powerful people that's the corporate ethos we can't have you talking about the vaccine here huh right. we got the money coming in from pfizer shh, shh, shh. That sort of thing. And the corporatization of media meant that that kind of attribute was imported into journalism. And that's why no one almost who works for large media corporations or the media corporations themselves has the courage to say this. And I think that's absolutely true. Well, watch any network news. Yeah. Look at the commercials. 80% of them are for a drug of some kind. Boy, here's a crazy number on a lighter note. They uh, interviewed Americans said, hey, a good date. Like, to go out on a good date, how much would that cost you? Any guess? 100 bucks. About uh, double that, $196. Uh, no, no date I've been on for a while. <laughs> <laughs> uh, men actually think a good date should cost more than $200, according to this. Better men than me. I don't know better. Certainly different. Dumber. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Something. Wow. $196. Dang. Yeah, we're all cheap, I guess. This is the Marshall Bank Game and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Seeing the news crawl, the fighting resumes after ceasefire expires. Israel raining bombs on Gaza, mm-hmm. hitting targets again. Yep. Okay, so from the reports, there's 137 hostages left. 117 men, 20 women. And Hamas was not releasing the 10 a day, is what they said. Yeah. And they started lobbing rockets into Israel, and then the ceasefire is pretty much done. That's the short story. Mm-hmm. And you wonder, okay, are they going to get back to the hostages at some point in time? You would expect so, because Hamas wants more time to sort of rebuild. That's yeah. at least the word. So we'll keep an eye on that. But uh, you pointed this out yesterday, Scott, that the hostage thing has to end at some point. Yeah. They, they just keep going, you know, at six today, but we well, want the 30 trickle, prisoners. Trickle, trickle. Yeah, I mean. And you knew this was going to happen. Yeah. But when all of the hostages, hostages are gone, there's no more leverage for Hamas. And then you got to figure it's game Well, over. we don't even know how many are still alive. I mean, we're guessing here. And something else we'll get to a little bit later. What our Secretary of State oh, told Israel. Like, I don't think you have the credit to totally take out Hamas. The yeah. credit? Yeah. This guy. The heck does that mean? Well, more on that a little bit later. Big debate last night is getting a lot of attention, David. Yeah, it is. Florida governor and Republican presidential candidate Ron DeSantis had this debate with the Democrat governor of California, Gavin Newsom. Um, I thought this was interesting because Gavin Newsom was just lying his tail off the entire night. Mm-hmm. Just seamlessly going from one falsehood to the next. He actually tried to claim that California is where people go when they want to pay less taxes. 
Okay, that's astounding. It's yeah. a factual lie that the state of California's high tax has the highest tax rate, but for whom? And it's a foundational and fundamental difference. You look at states like Texas, overwhelming majority of Texans pay more taxes than the state of California. So again, it's who you're for. And I think those values matter. And I appreciate you bringing up the issue of taxes. How many people leave Florida to go to California because they pay less taxes? Uh, I've not seen that. Are people going to, from Florida to New York because they pay less taxes? Of course not. They come to Florida because they pay lower taxes. We don't even have an income tax. And yet California has a higher sales tax than we do. And that's right. Yeah, that right. was a, I mean, that was a great point. I mean, yes. Even though they have the highest tax rate, they also have the highest sales tax rate. Okay, just out of curiosity, because one of the things that you mentioned earlier, Scott, was you thought Hannity needed to do a better job of reining things in. Yeah. Did he provide facts at any point? Like to say, well, hold on a second. This is these are the facts when it comes to. He, he did post some videos. Okay. Yeah. All right. And again, it wasn't Fox saying it. It was the whoever the organization was or the the people who had nothing to do with politics, sometime from the government itself, to show you who was taxed, who did what during COVID, who did, you know, it was, there were all kinds of charts and graphs, yeah. Okay. Again, I just saw the highlights. I and Newsom is a liar. That was well, a blatant yes. lie. What, what idiot says that, truthfully? Does he actually believe people are migrating from Florida to go to California? No. In greater numbers than people from California are going to Florida? Does he believe that? No, I don't think That's he does. That's garbage. He's garbage. I guess in a way this comes back to something. David, <laughs> I've mentioned this several times. Scott was in the hospital with his heart attacks at the time. And this has been seven, eight years ago. But it was a number of days in a row where you saw, whether it was CNN or the failing New York Times or whoever, blatantly lying about things. Yeah. And, and we were both talking to each other saying, they just flat out lie. They know, they know and they're lying. Yeah. And you wondered at the time, has this been going on for decades? Is this something new? You weren't quite sure, but you knew they were just lying and were fine with it. Yeah. Because their ultimate goal, I guess, in their minds justifies the lies. And it just kind of continues on. So it is this thing when you see a guy like Newsom just lying his butt off, and you're like, hey, some people are just cool with it. And and I guess they just want to be lied to because they're only going to get their news from certain sources. Right. I don't know what else to say about it. It's just kind of the fact of where we're at. You're just trying to tell people, no, no, no. You can look here, here, here to understand, in this case, what taxes really are. When it's Texas versus California or Florida versus California, the guy lies. That's all you can kind of say. Okay, in Utah, there's controversy. Yes. Because uh, of a speech? Yes. Well, Chloe Cole, she's a young woman who was rushed through a gender transition process at a young age. Hormone therapy, had the mastectomy, I mean, all of it, and then detransitioned because it didn't help. And so she's been out front warning about the whole gender ideology scam ever since she detransitioned. Uh, now, she spoke at the University of Utah last night, and apparently this week, that's been, uh, the whole week, has, it's been very controversial. And it was apparently also enough to have multiple professors call off classes so students could heal from the trauma. Unbelievable. Uh, one professor said, this week our campus is hosting a presentation by a prominent anti-trans activist. Professor called her transphobic. 
whatever happened to my truth, my lived experience? Uh, all rules are off right. there. Chloe Cole is talking about her lived experience. Unbelievable. Um, the university's LGBTQ Resource Center and Women's Resource Center hosted a, quote, healing circle to combat the trauma. <laughs> oh my a God. healing circle. Yes. Okay. I got a few different thoughts going through my head. One is um, I got one kid in college, uh, one beyond college. And, well, I got the two kids in no, college. No, two kids in college. I was going to say, easy. Yeah. And three, uh, third in med school. Okay. And know a number of their friends. Okay. I, I don't know of anyone that would need uh, some sort of healing circle because Chloe Cole came to speak. I don't know. Who came Do you up know with anybody that would be triggered by that? Healing circle to begin with. Are they with paid this? actors like the people that are all at all of these protests all over? Like they're paid to go and protest and hold signs? Yeah. And scream from the river to the sea and all this stuff. I, who are these people? And uh, the other thing, David, you had a piece of audio earlier this year when Chloe Cole was speaking directly to a mom who was in favor of child sex changes. Yeah. If you remember that, we should roll that. I just want to set the record straight that I don't hate her. I don't think anybody in this room hates her. Um. In fact, I, I see my own mother and my own father in her, and that she, clearly she dearly loves her child, and she's doing the best with what she's been given. And unfortunately, it's not much. And for that, I'm sorry. I mean, I think every parent deserves the most, the utmost grace and guidance with how to help their child. That being said, I don't wish for her child have the same result as I did. I don't wish for anybody to regret transition or to detransition because it's incredibly difficult. It comes with its own difficulties and it's not easy. And I hope that her child gets to have a happy and fulfilling adulthood, however that may look like. And that's triggering to people? Yeah. Well, of course it is. How? Because she's, it's someone talking about their lived experience, as David said. But it's counter to what they believe. Therefore, it's not allowed. It can't be allowed. And if it's allowed, it triggers me. How are you going to make it in the real world? Well, you're not. It's not about Because I that. think corporations are about done with changing the rules for these people. Well, let's hope so. Goodness I, heard, I saw a piece the other day about a guy that was talking about how our military is going to shape up 20, 30 years from now. If, if even in that shorter period of time, with these types of people, the, the people who have their, their circle, their healing circles, and their cry closets, and all this other, they, when they become adults, what are we going to do? You mean we're counting on those people to go fight Hamas? Well, somebody's oh, got that's to. That's a freaking joke. But somebody's got to. There's yeah. going to have to be a number of people that are going to be joining the military ranks or not joining the military ranks, and either way, we got a bunch of people like this that we're going to bring into a fighting situation. No, well, the thing is, is that uh, generally speaking, a lot of these progressive activists for decades have outsourced their personal security to the people they say they hate. It's true. It's going to be up yeah. to like normal people. Yeah. To keep this country going. Yeah. Whatever that looks like. Well, there are a lot of good people. 
there are. See, that's the thing that brings me back all the time. I'm like, well, this is a representation of a small slice of America. It really correct? is. It is. But these weak people in their cry closets yeah. and pain circles <laughs> or whatever the hell is going on. Pain circle. What is this? Healing circle, Scott. Okay, whatever. Um, Healing circle. They all sit around and weep together. Switching gears to another story. This, what happened? Dude, and what kind of protein bars are we talking about? Protein oh, bars have been tainted? Uh, yeah, a flurry of protein bars had to be recalled after people no. found foreign objects in them. Uh-oh. What kind? Um, Here we go. It's the Burn Boot Camp Afterburn Grass-Fed Whey Protein Bars. Okay, I'm like, now I'm yeah. always here. Uh, okay. They had to get pulled because uh, several consumers found, well, remnants of hair nets in them. Hair nets? Hair nets, yeah. Oh, God. Uh, it was disposable hair nets, shrink wrap, and parchment paper mm. found in them. So they have been... Uh, by the way, the company says that these things are backed by science. So, you know. Yeah. The science of hair nets, apparently. Mm. The hair... What do you want to bite into? It's got to be one or the other. Someone's hair or a part of a hair net. Your choice, Scott. Jeez. <laughs> hair nets... D- Either or, I'm vomiting. I'm just glad I'm not into the. Give me a Milky Way. There's, it's, yeah. it's all good. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So Dang. this is going to be your excuse. No more protein bars. Yeah. I got to cut down on hair nets. Man. New Bro. label. No hair nets used in this bar. Oh, okay. Dang. A Minnesota middle school is doing something different with the students. This is fascinating. Straight ahead. All-day message from Jackson Hewitt. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to get money the same day. Starting December 11th, walk into a Jackson Hewitt for an early loan on your tax refund, and you could walk out with up to a thousand bucks. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to get money. Missing out would be great. <laughs> Appointments go fast. Book yours now at jacksonhewitt.com. Early refund advance offered to eligible clients. Application required. Finance charge applies. Loans by Republic Bank. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. Do you hear that? Asthma triggers are everywhere. From dust mites, pet dander, and pollen, to smog and smoke, an asthma attack can strike anywhere, anytime. Be prepared with quick-acting primatine mist. Clinically proven to open airways quickly. It's the number one FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over-the-counter. Primatine mist. Breathe easy again. Use as directed. Thanks to Total Wine, you saved more on all the gifts for the ones you adore. Wines and beers all nestled on shelves. Got some advice from our helpful elves. Oh, so, so many gifts to explore when you go, go to Total Wine and more. Bottles so delightful, whoa, whoa, whoa. Price so amazingly low, low, low. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine and more. Drink responsibly, B21. I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year. I've been taking Nutrafol for just over four and a half years. My hair was thinning. I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress. I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement. My hair feels thicker. Stronger. The breakage is less. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. 
All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Or for our friends in Minnesota, you may already know this story. Um, but that was pretty cool out of Maple Grove, Minnesota. The middle school there. They started banning cell phone use in the school. Oh. Oh, yeah. Well. Principal Patrick Smith said, starting last year, we went to complete no cell phone use at all for any reason from 8, 10 in the morning till 2.40 in the afternoon. But how will I get a hold of my child then if it's an emergency? He said parents are still able to call the office and reach their kids, and every room in the school has a phone if needed. They're wow. encouraged to leave them in the lockers. Now, they can carry them on themselves, but if you're caught using it, then it's confiscated. So it's, so we're basically back to where things were when, like, I was in high school? No. Yeah, without the phones and with the me. There's no phones yeah. in the classrooms, but... But that's the way it was for you, David. You could have the phone on you, but you just can't yeah. bust I, it out. And, and that was before smartphones. I mean, you're talking about flip phones. Some kids right. had the flip phones. Some kids had pagers. Um, the kids who sold weed had both. Um, <laughs> yeah. But and you had their numbers. <laughs> right. Good one. <laughs> but, 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 yeah, but if you, I mean, it wasn't even a question. If, if a teacher saw you with a phone... That phone was getting sent to the office, and your mom or dad was going to have to come pick it up at the end of the day. That was just right. part of it. So what they find doing this? Well, now the school says they don't have the data as far as the grades, but the parents that the CBS affiliate talked to said, yeah, they're doing much better. Well, good for the parents. Well, not only that, the, the principal did say, you know, before this, you didn't see any cross-the-table conversations. There was no interaction in the hallway. He said, let's be real with these devices, our students, especially the teenagers, there's a lot of drama that comes from social media and a lot of conflict that comes from that. And we see that down, bullying incidents down, yeah, bad behavior, things like that. Um, and the kids talk about really liking it because it takes a lot of pressure off, which I think is also very interesting. Uh, there's a rep there. What's her name? I, I don't think she's any relation to you, Scott. Kristen Robbins, no. Republican there, is trying to get other schools to do the same thing. Said the research shows if the phone is even nearby, it's a mental distraction because a kid is wondering what's happening on the phone. How can I sneak it? Can I go to the bathroom and check my phone? When you know you can't bust it out, you don't even have to think about it, and it can allow you to focus on your work. Just think that's really interesting. That is interesting. Well, I mean, I remember... And not too many kids would admit to it. But even back in the day, we're going way back. When I was in high school, when you were in a sport, it took the pressure off you from going to parties. Because you knew you couldn't go. Oh, yeah, that's because true. Because you'd, you'd get booted from the team if you Same were Same thing with smoking. Uh, yes. It's like, oh, man, I'd love to, but I can't. Right. Yeah, you know, I agree. You know. Well, there was that one time the cops showed up at the warm-ups of the baseball game. and Me and my buddy got called from the outfield, but that's... That was a story for another time. Wow. That's a first. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the new podcast. Jamie Markley, Childhood Mistakes. You know what? We didn't get in trouble for that. We really did. Because you didn't do it? No. We... It's a long story some other time. Okay. It, was, it was a chase with a local cop. Oh, and my buddy Smitty was driving. Yes. And all of a sudden, warm-ups the next day. Markley, Smitty, come in here. Cops were there. You freaking Bo and Luke, weren't you? <laughs> He outran him. They didn't catch him. <laughs> of course they did. No. Well, he admitted he didn't have the lights on. 
It's a long story. Oh, but, so well. It's a, yeah, there was all police sorts car, of things. his lights on. Just good old boys. Never mean no harm, Scott. <laughs> Going over to Uncle Jesse's after school. <laughs> Did see this on a lighter note. Going to switch gears. 82% of people are open to receiving used holiday gifts. They're open to it. It's a gift. Yeah. You should be thankful for whatever right. it is. Yeah, why not? And do you, when you hear used gift, do, do you bristle at all? No. Is it, it something what that it I can is, use I or I like? If it's a half a roll of toothpaste or something. Well, no. You know. <laughs> well, no. David, if I said uh, somebody's getting you a used guitar. Yeah. That could be incredible. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Sometimes used sporting goods, that sort of thing. Yeah, that'd be, there's no problem. The best parenting advice I got, uh, especially with little kids, like mm-hmm. if you're getting them little like toys, trucks and stuff like that, Yeah, go to the garage sale. You'll save a ton of money, and the kid really doesn't know the difference. The kid's like, this is a kick-ass toy. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. It also goes this way with, like, vinyl albums. If you can find something rare, that obviously it's used. Yeah. Still a treasure to somebody. Yeah. You know, can be pretty cool. I don't win anything used. Well, forget it then. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robin show. <laughs> like the other 18% of that, right? You won't get anything. Well, you're going to. You're going to get something used, as in we used to be friends. (laughs) (laughs) What's the biggest story today, David? Uh, The ceasefire is over between Israel and Hamas. Israel has restarted its operations because Hamas wasn't keeping up its end of the bargain and really hasn't since the beginning. I mean, mean, it, it can't be stressed enough. They've been hurling rockets into Israel the entire time. Well, you know, we got to get to as well. Um, and this was the headline. Biden administration throws Israel under the bus in private meeting. Yeah, we'll get into that. It's certainly a head-scratcher. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Hey, it's Jamie Markley. David Van Camp. Me, Scott Robbins. From the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Where we turn mundane into madness. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening on the radio but have you dared to join in the fun online follow us on instagram for video and behind the scenes content hey is that a good idea that we do that sure why not you can also yell at us on x or twitter it's that thing elon musk runs and facebook because grandma deserves a daily dose of Barkley van camp and robin yeah, stop doom scrolling and stalking your old high school classmates search nvcr show on instagram x and facebook because life's too short for boring radio shows The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Remember after the Afghanistan withdrawal, watching Anthony Blinken, Secretary of State? You know, we think we can deal with the Taliban. They're on the world stage now. Yeah. Uh, and we think we can uh, have some more trust going forward. Right. They, they sent a couple of sternly worded letters to the Taliban. Here's what we expect. Okay. And I remember at the time thinking about all these different people in charge and us saying no one got fired. It's crazy. Same people are still there, obviously. And you see this story today about Benjamin Netanyahu and the Israeli defense team meeting, and Blinken is there, and they're talking about continuing to take out Hamas. Right. 
All right, and this is right after more Israelis were murdered by Hamas. They got out and started shooting people in Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we know that the Biden administration is under pressure from the far left of the Democratic Party. All the ceasefire people. Yeah. You know, pro-Palestinian people. And they, they've started to cave a little bit, and then they come out and say, no, we support Israel, and it's right to defend itself. But you you got to avoid more civil, civilian casualties. It would be some sort of statement like that. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what has come out in a number of different reports is that during this meeting they were having, Blinken said, I don't think you have the credit for that. Talking about eliminating Hamas. What? Yeah. Well, what does that mean, first of all, the credit for that? I guess that... That we'll just have your back? Well, maybe there are just enough countries in the region that will not tolerate a certain number of actions and whatnot. It's garbage, because it's not like Israel had a line of credit with a lot of these people anyway. No. You know, with the rampant anti-Semitism and whatnot... Well, a number of people have brought up several different things with this. Um, with Ukraine, no matter how long it takes, no matter the cost, we're in. That's not the same with Israel, it doesn't appear, at all. Um, by the way, afterward, Netanyahu put out there, I've just concluded a meeting with the U.S. Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, shortly after Hamas murders, uh, murderers murdered people here in Jerusalem. I told him that is the same Hamas. It is the same Hamas that perpetrated the terrible massacre on October 7th. And the same Hamas that is trying to murder us everywhere. Yeah. I told him, we have sworn, I have sworn to eliminate Hamas. Nothing will stop us. We will continue this war until we achieve these three goals. Freeing all of our hostages, completely eliminating Hamas, and ensuring that no threat like this will ever come from Gaza again. Pretty clear. Yep. So, like, we thought all along, okay, yes, the United States is an important ally for Israel. There's no doubt about that. But as far as this, sort of like, in your words, Scott, go pound sand. Yeah, go pound it. So that's the update there. A lot of talk from the debate last night that wasn't a presidential debate, wasn't a primary debate. No. It was a red state versus blue state debate. Yes. 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 And a lot of people enjoyed it. Uh, well, so there should be more like it. Yeah, I, I'm one of them. I think that there should be more. If you really want to uh, compare and contrast visions for America and cut through some of the mainstream media spin, which always tilts one direction, we all mm -hmm. know that, um, then have these people debate their ideas. That's way more useful than some spin room, you know, uh, uh, discussion on cable news. I liked your idea the, of the next pairing, David. Gretchen Whitmer versus Brian Kemp. Yeah, Michigan that would be versus, great. versus Georgia. I, yeah. Yeah, I, I think that would be good. I, it, oh, she'll never do it. She'd never agree to that. She'd be no. insane to agree but to I, that. I think that should be the expectation. Oh, I agree. At, I would love know, to see Moving it. forward, I think there's a template here for that. Uh, but, yes, Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida and California Governor Gavin Newsom, famously known as a lizard person, um, <laughs> they debated on Fox News last night, moderated by Sean Hannity. Uh, on the topic of energy production, 
you know, Green New Deal stuff. This was incredible. Gavin Newsom tried to claim that gas prices were high in California because of big oil's price gouging. Right. And here we go. DeSantis goes, hold on a second. Time out. All right. Okay. California is the only one that oil companies are gouging. Why aren't they doing that to Georgia or Florida or these other states that have lower gas prices? Because of their policies. That's why people are paying more there. Those what Gavin the, Newsom wants to do, talking. what he's doing in California, what Biden wants to do nationally is government-dictated green energy policies. Uh, <laughs> they want to kneecap uh, fossil fuels and reliable energy. We've already seen what's happened in California. They have rolling blackouts. He actually implemented a mandate to buy to buy electric vehicles. So pretty soon in California, you're not going to be able to buy a normal car, only electric vehicles. And they celebrated that as like a great thing. A couple days later, uh, there was a notice from the state government telling all EV owners, do not plug in your EV because they don't have enough grid capacity. (laughs) So he is walking his people into a big time disaster. That was a nice shot there. from Yeah, it was just, yeah, call that out and say, hey, look, the infrastructure doesn't exist, and if you are going to do this, you cannot at the same time completely eliminate traditional energy production or you know traditional energy sources. But California has done just that through crushing regulations that have led major oil companies to just sell off their properties. They don't sell off refineries because it'd be too expensive to retrofit them. I'm just curious, have you seen anybody on the left? Uh, whining at all because Hannity was the quote moderator, like in that I, in that way it wasn't fair. No, I I heard some of uh, some of that ahead of time that they were worried that it would basically be a two on one debate. And I think Hannity actually did a pretty good job of of not doing that. I would agree. I, I didn't hear much either. I didn't hear near what I thought I was going to hear. Wonder. <laughs> Talking about the idea of, okay, you get, you know, the red state and the blue state governors, and then, I don't know, do you have two people moderate it? You get, whether it's Hannity or whoever, and I don't know, whoever from CNN, Anderson Cooper or whatever. (laughs) He could get over the giggles. Yeah. That could be something. (laughs) Did you see? Every time Newsom just makes up a lie, he just couldn't contain himself. Get a case of the giggles going with Anderson. Yeah, that'd be great. You see uh, that. Eric Swalwell, uh, one of the top Russia truthers in the uh, House of Representatives, the guy who had the long-term affair with a uh, Chinese spy. Fang Fang. Yeah. Uh, he tweeted out, RIP DeSantis campaign, which I, I don't think that's true. I don't, I don't think there's anybody who was all in on Trump who was swayed towards DeSantis last night at all. But... Um, or I'd be very surprised to hear from people who said, you know what, I'm no, no Trump. I'm going with DeSantis. I, I don't think that'll happen unless those two guys are in a room together. Um, but uh, so Eric Swalwell puts out RIP DeSantis campaign. Jeremy Redfern, who's a spokesman for the governor, mm-hmm. uh, say <laughs> just shared a picture of the poop map in San Francisco yeah. and says, show us on the poop map where Ron DeSantis hurt you. <laughs> that's great. Uh, that's very funny. Swalwell's such a troll. Just such right. a limp troll. Again, man. Just it used to be. You sleep with a Chinese spy. Your career's over as a politician. Not anymore. Mm-hmm. No. I wonder how many Democratic voters even know that. Probably not a I'm lot. I'm guessing no. not many. 
It was never reported. It's not like Good Morning America. Oh, Fang Fang, the story of Fang. We never got it. Just some right wing, um, right. you know, conspiracy theory is all it is. Never really happened. Blah blah. All that. Yes. Uh, okay. Can we stop talking about George Santos? Finally, is this done now? Yeah, I think so. Well, New York Republican Representative George Santos has become just the sixth member of the House ever to be expelled. Um, he was expelled from the House of Representatives this morning. Um, and this comes as he's facing multiple federal fraud charges. The House Ethics Committee, led by Republicans, has corroborated many of those claims. Um, and so he is out of the House of Representatives. Now, an interesting side note to this is a uh, Representative Max Miller put out a letter to his colleagues okay, saying, you know, I- I'm going to be voting to expel George Santos. And let me tell you why. He took my credit card and my mom's credit card and donated to himself uh, an amount that was above what the law allows. Holy smokes, man. Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't know a whole lot of people defending George Santos right now. I do think that there's a, there's a reasonable uh, reaction to the expulsion of George Santos that says, well, yes. well, Democrats really don't do that to their own. And, I mean, in a just world, guys like Eric Swalwell, who was yes. sleeping with a Chinese spy, yes. would be out. Rashida right. Tlaib, who out. was part of fundraising efforts for a terrorist organization, out. Yes, so, yes yeah, that's I mean, the way it should go. So I get it. You know, Now you're giving the power uh, to the Democrat governor of New York to appoint a new uh, member of Congress and— so I understand the bitterness that some conservatives feel. I don't care about George Santos one way or the other. No. The fact that he did this with a mom's card? Yeah. That's unreal. <laughs> you guys even got Anderson Cooper laughing. Wow. He's disgusting. He's a piece yeah, of garbage. Just take um, out the trash. Get him it's, out. I guess we could repeat it again. This is another reason why a lot of people just can't stand politicians, no. period. I always wonder, how did this guy get elected to begin with? <laughs> he Jeez. lied a lot. I mean, yes, he the, was lying yes. the whole time. The, the good news, though, is that he'll, he'll always have his imaginary volleyball career to fall back on. Oh, that's right. Well, I forgot right. about that. Yeah. There were so many He was a star things. volleyball player in college. Great that's volleyball what he said. player. Yeah. yeah. Yes. All right. Uh, you had news about the Oscars. Dave is going to start earlier. Yeah. Well, they, they've had slumping ratings for years now. Because no one cares. Nobody cares. Well, they, they figured it out. ABC is going to start the show one hour earlier. So 7 o'clock Eastern. Uh, for the first time, that's what it'll be on uh, when is the, uh, sometime in March. March 10th right. is when it is. But they're bringing back Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> Are you going to suffer and watch, Scott, or are you just no, going to say, forget it, I don't need the aggravation? I think I'm going to do a Markley. I'll just wait, and if there's something happens, it'll be in a video, right, online or something. Yeah. I'll just check it out then. I can't do this anymore. I think that's the way most people do it anymore, mm-hmm. to be honest. Um, AAA came out with this. Um, I think we can do this. We're in the truth circle here, right? Okay. Sure. It's six types of drivers. Okay. Oh, well. And we can name each other. Which, which group are you in? I think that's fair, right? Uh, sure. Okay. Okay. I'm going to take a beating here. I don't know that. I do. They're safe drivers. That's 41% of people. Okay. The As far as risky, dangerous driving behaviors, laws, rules of the road, most people are safe drivers. Then there's speeding drivers. 
that's 23%. Then you have distracted drivers, cell phones, texting, could be even emailing, that sort of thing. Yeah. Then there's distracted and aggressive drivers. They admit to messing around on their phones and driving reckless, recklessly, hmm. both. Then there's the most dangerous, all these risky behaviors. Okay, and they don't even seem to comprehend the dangers associated with them. And then there's impaired yeah. drivers. Yeah, yeah, drunk driving. Yeah. Yeah. It's like one percent, but still. Yeah. All right. Where's everybody at? I think I would put David pretty much in the safe driver, sometimes speeder. I haven't ridden with him that much. We've ridden I thought a lot together. Well, I mean uh, that's where I would put you, David. Yeah, Is that fair? I think probably I'm somewhat cautious on the road. Mainly because uh, you know, it's like I, I'm not going to try to squeeze in to another lane if I know if I don't know for sure I have the space and whatnot. I'm yeah. not especially since you're driving a nice truck. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that makes a difference. Yeah, yeah. unless, um, unless it's like a Prius or something, then it's like, hey, look, I'll run you off the road. Okay. <laughs> I think I'm in the same boat as you, David. You can tell me if I'm wrong. You drive hmm. fast. You drive pretty fast. So you put me more in the speeder. Well, you got a bit of a lead foot, yeah. Okay. I mean, you I'll like going it. fast. You got a car that'll go fast. Well, I don't think of it so much that I think I'm better than I used to be, but that's fair. I'll no, take no, that. I, I, I don't, yeah, I don't recall. I don't recall. Well, I rode with, you, I rode with you a bunch of times, but I, I would yeah, say you, you, you had, yeah, we had a few mishaps the last time I was driving. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah, you missed <laughs> a few dirts. We was it? We went down two one-way streets. <laughs> oh God! I didn't know that area. Ah! Cars are coming at us. Whoa. No, it, you see, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> it was it was pretty funny. We pulled though. over. We got around and just <laughs> did it rather quickly. Yeah. And then for Scott, I, I don't even know if there's a category. It's just frustrated driver yelling at people. Yeah. Yeah. I do that a lot. Yeah. But for the most part, safe. I never, I've never had an accident, knock on wood. Really? Never. Never. You know what? I didn't know this. Never, ever. Ever in your life? Never, ever. Do you think you just jinxed it? Probably. Right, totally. There are weekend. no jinxes. I go under a bus this weekend. That'll be the you're, end of it. You're fine. All right. Listen gotta, to the Markley Van Camp Show Monday. <laughs> got to get to a news update and set you up with the Friday Five coming up. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week? No thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use a symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. A holiday message from Jackson Hewitt. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to get money the same day. Starting December 11th, walk into a Jackson Hewitt for an early loan on your tax refund, and you could walk out with up to a thousand bucks. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to get money. Missing out would be cray. Appointments go fast. Book yours now at jacksonhewitt.com. Early refund advance offered to eligible clients. Application required. Finance charge applies. Loans by Republic Bank. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. Honey, come here, quick. What is it? Shh, check it out. All these highly rated wines are under $20. Total Wine must have made a mistake. <laughs> nope, they always have the lowest prices. Oh, remember that amazing rosé your sister brought over last week? See, it's right here. <laughs> Whoa, that's a low price. I need 
Whoa, that's a low price. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Drink responsibly. B21. I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year. I've been taking Nutrafol for over four and a half years. My hair was thinning. I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress. I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommends a hair growth supplement. My hair feels thicker. Stronger. The breakage is less. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. Markley, Van Camp, and Robin show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, David, what's the news update? Um, well, this is from uh, King 5 in Seattle. A former state economist has filed a legal claim against two state agencies and the office of the governor for retaliating against him because he refused to keep quiet about his economic forecast on the state's gas prices. So they're talking about this cap and trade, the carbon emission cap and then big polluters would get charged a ton mm-hmm. uh, for if they go over this limit. Um, he had figured out, this guy, uh, Scott Smith, had figured out, well, yeah, this will raise gas prices probably 45 to 50 cents per gallon in the state of Washington if this goes through. Yeah. Well, apparently, his employers, the state of Washington, told him, don't put that in the report. You can't say that. In fact, don't write it in emails because we might have to turn that over if somebody submits a public records request. Whoa. So he took documentation in the form of emails to himself to just memorialize everything, and they wound up hammering him because he refused to lie for the state about this climate change initiative wow. to the point where he wound up quitting. Now he's suing. Oh, I hope he wins. Yeah, me too. Got to have the truth come out. Yeah. Need more truth tellers for sure. All right, we got to get you set up for the Friday Five. I think we may have to explain why we're doing this coming up, but I can tell you what we're doing. That is the greatest songs of all time that are over eight minutes long. Jeez. What do you mean, G? Trying to figure that out now. Over eight minutes, huh? You already voted on it. Yeah, but I think it's <laughs> going to be tough. Hard one. Greatest songs of all time over eight, eight minutes. minutes. Yeah. Got to be a long one. Nice yes. and long. The number is one 485 mvcr And we'll kick it off next. This holiday season, we're unwrapping joy and tuning in the cheer. Wishing you a Christmas merrier than a cat on a sled. My cats don't look very merry. Well, that's because you didn't train them very much. And a new year so fantastic, even your resolutions will bro-hug each other. <gasps> Please don't touch me. From our crew to your ears, have a holly jolly Christmas and a side-splitting new year. Laughter is the best gift you can read yet. Come on, bring it in, bro. <laughs> Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. All right. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. It's Friday. That means time for our countdown we do every week, the Friday Five, and it starts like this. 
Countdown is on. You know what this means? It's our favorite time of the week. Anybody wants to get mellow, you can get the f*** out of here, all right? The Friday Five. It will test your head and your mind and your brain. On the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Friday Five, our countdown. Take a little break from news. Have some fun today. We're doing the greatest songs of all time that are over eight minutes long. Why? We saw this the other day. This is history-making. In the world of Top 40, in the Billboard Hot 100, Scott used to be in Top 40 radio for years. Yeah. Um, Andre 3000, dude from Outcast. Yeah. He now has the longest song to hit the Billboard Hot 100. No joke. The song is called, I Swear I Really Wanted to Make a Rap Album, But This Is Literally the Way the Wind Blew Me This Time. It is an album of all instrumental flute music. And this song is now number 91 on the Billboard Hot 100. That's right. It's 12 minutes and 20 seconds long. What is this? I'm, I'm just reading the story. I'm not making it up. Holy cow. So there you go. Is this some sort of contractual obligation where he's looking at the label going, screw you, here it is. <laughs> Maybe I got one more song I got to do. All right. Maybe he just wanted to experiment with sound. Could be. Some people just do a whole album of noise. He wanted to do instrumental flute music. So we're celebrating him for that today with the greatest songs of all time over eight minutes. And by the way, as we get started, there is a little controversy with a couple. Are there? Well, it's listed at one place like it's 755 and somewhere else it's 802. So we gave it the benefit of the doubt, right, David? Uh, yeah, that's right. Okay. All right. Who's starting us off today? Uh, let's start off with Brian. Hey, Brian. Yes. Yeah, hey, Brian. Hey, Brian. What you think, buddy? Who? Is it, are who, you Brian? This? Yeah. What you got, buddy? This is Larry King show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I originally called in under my normal moniker, but... I was going to say, much like Van Camp's Porks and Beans, Schlitz Malt Liquor, and Generic Cigarettes, your show is definitely one of life's simple pleasures. Well, anyway, <laughs> I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Pink Floyd's tribute to their former bandmate Sid Barrett and Shine On You Crazy Diamond. Nice. I could paint the picture in the studio right now. David had a little air guitar. Yeah. I'm, I'm bopping. Robbins looked down to the ground in somewhat disgust. I don't hate it. I like it okay. You did have that look. Yeah. Well, you guys are all giddy about it. I mean, that's a great song. I don't, I don't dislike it. Did not crack the top five, though. No. Yeah, that one's over 13. If we ever do greatest of 13 of all time, it's going to be all Pink Floyd. (laughs) Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner, Maiden, come on. Anyway, so that's a great honorable mention. Again, it's songs over eight minutes. Who's next, David? Uh, Let's talk to Chad. Hey, Chad. Hey. Hey, Chad. Hello. What you got, buddy? Oh, man. So, little backstory, real quick. Uh, I live in the Pacific Northwest. I used to be a head wrestling coach. And we would play this song 
for the entire duration, and it is it would just get the boys rocking on the mat, and that would be Stranglehold by Ted Nugent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's yes. fantastic. You gotta crush your face on the mat right now. Get pumped. Yes. Sweating Teddy Nugent. The Reverend Ferocious Theodosius. Boy, that just missed out cracking the top five. Yeah, that's a cool song. Yeah. That was not a big top 41, was it? No, it was a zero top 41. <laughs> just no. rock radio. Yes. Because, you know, the way we get the countdown together is you take a song, how big a hit or how iconic is it, yeah. then does it stand the test of time, and then how much do you personally like it? Mm-hmm. Put it all together, and that's what we got. Okay, who's next? All right, let's talk to Woody. Hey, Woody. Hey, guys, love your show. Early y'all were bagging on healing circles, but if I were the English guy who has spider eggs hatching in my toe, I think I might need a healing circle. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. Good point, Woody. That is fair. How about Leonard Skinnerd, Freebird? Yes. Number three. <laughs> Okay, I've said this a hundred times before, forgive me. Anybody ever see the live one? Stay on the green. Oakland. No. Uh-uh. 1977. It's so awesome. It's really, really good. Cool. You get to the archives of Skinner and see these old live performances. It's just fantastic. Yeah. So many great parts of that song, too. That one definitely deserves to be in the top five. And a good top three. Okay, song's over eight minutes. Who's next, David? Let's talk to Mark in Portland. Hey, Mark. Uh, gentlemen, hey, a quick question uh, as I lead into this. The uh, the song refers to the jester, the king, and the queen. Of course, it's American Pie. Maybe you can help me figure out who those three are. Scott? Wasn't one of them Mick Jagger? You may be right. Or, or was one Dylan? I think, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hmm. All right, Dan. We started singing Okay, did anybody have this in the five? I did have it. That was my okay. five. A huge song. Oh, yeah. And honestly, I don't know this. You probably do, Scott. Not that you were doing Top 40 when this was a hit. No, I wasn't. Did they play the whole version of Top 40 at the time? Yeah. Wow, there was never an edit on that? Well, the problem was I think there was an edit, and people tried to get by with playing it, and the audience wouldn't have it. Wow. Yeah, they pushed back on it. It's like you can't edit Stairway. You can't really edit uh, You can't edit Freebird. There's just certain songs you can't edit. I agree, but there would be other songs that I would say you couldn't edit, but they did. Yeah, like Piano Man you can edit from Billy Joel. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Yes. If you want to have a hit, you got to make it fit. So they cut it down to 305. <laughs> and this is the argument we'll have until, well, yeah. one of us is gone. Right. The difference between rock radio and a top 40, 40, of course. Well, sure. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's Friday 5. We do it every week. The number's 1-888-485-MVCR. It's songs over eight minutes. And who's up next? Uh, we got Rob calling in from the Sunshine State. Hey, Rob. Hey, guys. What's up? Hey, Rob. Thanks for checking in, man. Uh, First-time caller, I uh, real quick, I uh, saw Joe Biden was talking about definition of words, and yeah. the first thing I thought of was I've got a new definition for grand opening. 
And that's what's between Joe Biden's ears. There you go. <laughs> that's Hello. right. I like that. Yes. Yes. Anyway, someone, anyway the song someone I, lost the scissors for the ribbon cutting, though. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yes. The song I had picked up, your caller didn't have in the queue, and that was Funeral for a Friend by Elton John. So instead, I picked Purple Rain by Prince. Yeah, good tune. Very good. Number four. All right, before we get to Purple Rain, Feel for a Friend, Love Lies Bleeding. Yeah. Is that two songs or is that one song? Well, it's split into two. We'll have but to debate that later. One goes into another. Yeah. Because if that's one song, he's right. That should have been in there. Great song. Now, here's a song that, to me, shouldn't have been edited, but it was edited. Oh, yeah, definitely edited, yeah. They edited it right when he starts the incredible guitar solo. Yeah. Why did you people do that, Scott? I didn't do it. The record label did it. Wow. You know what you think about later on? Prince with the whole slave thing and writing on his face and all that stuff? You're surprised. Yeah, that's the way it edits right there. Yeah. Yes. You people at Top 40. You people. Man, oh, man. But, yeah, I mean, it's over eight minutes long. Yeah, we weren't going to play eight minute long. You can't get ten hits in a row in when you're playing eight-minute songs. It just doesn't work that way. Let's see, that would have been 1984 into 85, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm wondering what would have taken the place of the other four minutes of that song. What do you I mean, what song maybe played in front of it, behind it? Yeah. You know, Let's Hear It For The Boy or something like that. Maybe Had She to get Bop that in or there. something like yeah. that from, well, from Cindy Lauper. Cindy Lauper, yeah. yeah. I'll say the person who has breathed new life into that song is one Miss Dolly Parton on the new rock album. That's what you told me. Yeah. It is. It has taught me how to feel again, telling you. I'm happy <laughs> for you. Yes. <laughs> Dwight Yoakam did that a few years back, too. He did Purple Rain? He did. Purple Rain. <laughs> Are you making fun of Dwight? <laughs> We're going to throw down if you're making fun of Dwight. No, no, I like Dwight. You I know. know. Okay, we got to regroup this whole thing. It's songs over eight minutes. That's the Friday Five. We've already got number three. We already got number four. We've had great honorable mentions. Where's one, man? Well, one's controversial. I thought it would be, it would be a, a right away. The number's 1-888-485-MVCR. It's the Friday Five, and we'll wrap it up next Day message from Jackson Hewitt. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to get money the same day. Starting December 11th, walk into a Jackson Hewitt for an early loan on your tax refund, and you could walk out with up to a thousand bucks. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to get money. Listen, I would be cray. Appointments go fast. Book yours now at jacksonhewitt.com. Early refund advance offered to eligible clients. Application required. Finance charge applies. Loans by Republic Bank. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. Thanks to Total Wine, you saved more on all the gifts for the ones you adore. Wines and beers all nestled on shelves. Got some advice from our helpful elves. Oh, so, so many gifts to explore when you go, go to Total Wine and more. Bottles so delightful, whoa, whoa, whoa. Price so amazingly low, low, low. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine and more. Drink responsibly, B21. I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year. I've been taking Nutrafol for just over four and a half years. My hair was thinning. I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress. I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement. My hair feels thicker. 
stronger. The breakage is less. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. Hi, what brings you to the clinic today? Oh, the baby's not feeling well. I think she might have a fever. Oh, well, let's check her temp with the exergen thermometer. You're right. These exergen thermometers are very accurate. Reads 101.2. Oh, gosh. Well, that exergen thermometer sure is fast and easy to use. Yes, and many doctors recommend exergen for home use. Exergen thermometers, backed by over 100 clinical studies, are available at Walgreens and participating retailers. Learn more at exergen.com. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, it's Friday Five. In honor of the longest song to hit the Billboard Hot 100, a song called I Swear I Really Wanted to Make a Rap Album, but this is literally the way the wind blew me this time from Andre 3000. Um, it's odd. It's 12 minutes long. It's uh, instrumental flute music. Would you have added this at Top 40, Scott, back in your day? Well, No. Even if you would have got no. concert tickets and hotel rooms and okay, okay, maybe nighttime only. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So in honor of that, we're doing songs over eight minutes long. We got Skinner at three with Freebird, Prince and Purple Rain at four. Other honorable mentions, but back to it now, David. Uh, let's start off with Ron in Washington. Hey, Ron. Hey guys, how's it going today? Great, Ron. Thanks for checking in, man. Great, calling in from the right side. Of Washington State. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm going with the timeless, timeless classic, man. Stairway to Heaven. Let's oh, you're go. gonna have a great weekend. Number one. The only question, as far as this song being at number one to me, is it really eight minutes? David said yes. Well, there. So there were conflicting reports because, on the one hand, there is a listed runtime on Wikipedia as 7.55. Yeah. But then, in the article, it says the original length, or the length of the original recording was 8.02. So then I said, okay, what is it? What is the runtime on the song as it appears on my phone? Mm-hmm. And, or on my uh, Apple Music thing. It's, yeah, it's eight oh two, but it ends at seven fifty seven. But it's, it's silence. Li- but it's listed as eight oh two. The runtime is eight oh two. Yes, so we lived the lie and went with it. <laughs> yeah, it's my it's truth. Why, yeah, right. It's why it's got a little asterisk by it's it. David's truth. Yeah, but I mean, if it, you know, if we're going to consider that yeah. eight minutes, it's got to be number one. Right. It's it's I basically the Leah Thomas of the Friday Five. Oh man, don't say that. <laughs> By the way, I don't even think you had it at number one, Scott. No. You didn't have it at number two. I don't think I did. Wow. I'm I'm so burnt out on that song. Really? Yeah, as a personal like kind of thing now. It's no, like it's dropped down. way down. Okay. Right. Aren't it, you it tired happen. of it? You played it more than I did. But I don't hear it all the time. No. I hear it every once in a while, and then I'm like, oh, Jeez. man, this is really a great song. Yeah. All right, who's next? David? I love Zeppelin, too, by the way. Let's talk to Hank. Hey, Hank. Hey, guys. Hey, I just got one thing to say. I appreciate you guys. You make my day go by a lot faster than it should. Uh, I work out of my car, and it's always great to to have a laugh, almost get in accidents, flip off people because I'm 
screaming back and forth. <laughs> That's great. Thanks so much, Hank. Appreciate, appreciate that. what you. Yeah, no, appreciate what you guys do. Uh, let's go with um, the Who. We won't get fooled again. Yes, number two. How many times have we used it in conversation? Oh, 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 why? Yes. Timeless. No doubt about it. And it, I, I just don't get tired of that song. Me either. For whatever reason. Okay. So we're still looking for number five. Now that we got number one and number two, who's next, David? Uh, let's talk to Tyler. Hey, Tyler. Hey, how's it going? Good, Good. Tyler. What you thinking? Oh, uh, I got a good song for you guys. I hadn't heard it yet. I want to call in and give you guys uh, one bourbon, one scotch, and one beer by George Thorogood. Oh, Detroit. yeah. Oh, man. Classic. Yes, it is. She kind of funny and all. Yeah. I will admit something, just personal experience. Once one quits drinking, it doesn't have the same flair it once had. Gotta be honest, that is true. I agree with that, yeah. Still, I love that song, but not quite the same. When you're not ready to get belly up, if you know what I'm saying. I know. Okay. All right, who's next, David? Uh, let's talk to Mary in Delaware. Hey, Mary. Hello? Hello, Hi, Mary. Mary. Hi, Mary. Hey, did we lose you? We had delay. Mary? What was going on? We did. We did get, I did get lost a couple times there, but I'm here now. Awesome. Good. Okay. So I, my uh, pick was Inagata DeVita by Iron Butterfly. Oh, yes. (laughs) Should I do a quick Casey? Do it. The original title and what they were saying, trying to say, was In the Garden of Eden. Mm-hmm. In the Garden of Eden. Don't you know that all is Now, on with the countdown. Thanks, Casey. Going yes, up early. very good. Yeah. I think we're just going to have to get to number five. Oh, on the strength of Robin's pick, yeah. correct? Yes. Number five. I'll be the roundabout. The words will make I love the baseline. Oh, it's great. Yes. That's a great song. There was one song that some people thought maybe should have been there, and it just didn't happen. And that was... Oh, Foghead got hope. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. <laughs> Biggest story today, David? That Robbins doesn't rock. Listen. Hey, man, I love this song. No, I, I, I understand. And I, and I like the song Roundabout. But as far as man, it's that's a guy that uh, grows up in the Midwest and he doesn't put the fog hat on for the Friday Five. It's just disappointing to people. In and around. Mountains come out of the sky and they stand there. And they stand there, yeah. That's poetry, my friend. Yes. It's not slow ride, take it easy, I know. Well, that's... that. It's a more simplistic form of poetry, yes, which right. some say is yeah. harder to write, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
All right, we got to get to a news update. And the Scott Robbins trifecta. A lot of fun to get to straight ahead right here. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. I'm Jamie Markley, Gen Xer, David Van Camp, Millennial, Sexy Boomer, Scott Robbins. News update, David Van Camp. Uh-oh. I'm, uh-oh. Some people think this is an act. It's not an act. It actually physically hurts sometimes when I have to say something positive about a politician who I genuinely loathe. Oh, man. But if you agree with them and they're saying something, then I I, there's nothing it's, wrong with it, David. It's called reaching across the aisle, right? Yes. It's saying, hey, no, I can't stand the Eagles. Yeah, it's John Fetterman. John Fetterman's been on a roll, man, the last couple of months. All right? Mm-hmm. First, he comes out and he's like, well, hell yeah, we should be banning China from buying farmland. That's a, that's a, that's a no-brainer. I know that because a guy with no brain said it. <laughs> you know what? You telegraphed that just enough. Yeah. I almost laughed before you got to the punchline because I knew what was coming. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then, and then with the whole Israel-Hamas war, he has been steadfast and standing with Israel. Yeah. And basically telling the kids in his own party, the, the people who voted for him, uh, no, go pound sand. We're not we're not going to coddle Hamas, okay? We're not doing this. Yeah, I'm glad he did. Because you don't agree with the guy on ninety percent of stuff. No. So that, yeah, it's common no. ground. I just find okay. it really interesting that in the last month and a half, uh they you've seen a lot of liberal progressives like just say, You're dead to me now. Oh yeah. Like the That's guy the way being they do it. the guy being startled by loud noises and bright lights. And barely being able to form a sentence, that was not a deal breaker. Mm-mm. Saying that a country that was subject to a brutal terrorist attack should defend itself, that's the deal breaker? You people are sick. Anyway, well, they've proven it. I don't care about mental struggles at all. Yeah. As long as you just go and do what we ask, fine. Right, right. exactly. Yep. Well, today he was on The View, and they wanted, of course, to talk about George Santos, the Republican representative out of New York who has been expelled now from the House of Representatives after, you know, he's lied a bunch of times, he's under federal indictment, yada, 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 all of that. Now, they actually tried to goad him into talking about George Santos. They said, well, are you glad? React to the news that George Santos has been expelled. He doesn't take the bait. In fact, he turns right around and talks about a Democrat who should be kicked out. Holy mackerel. Did you send me this clip? I believe I did. Well, if you did, I can play it. I was looking for something else. But, yeah, I'll play this clip. Okay, forget Santos. This is interesting. Roll it. Well, it's like uh, I'm not surprised. But but to me, I think the, the more important picture is is that we have a colleague in, in the Senate that actually did much more sinister and, and serious kinds of things. Uh, Senator Menendez, uh, he needs to go. Um, and if you are going to expel Santos, how can you allow to somebody like Menendez to remain in the Senate? And, you know, Santos's kind of lies were almost, you know, funny. And, like, you know, he... You know, landed on the the moon and it got kind of stuff. Uh, whereas, oh, yeah, time <laughs> off for a second. Okay, this is astounding in a couple of different ways. Yeah. Tell me if I'm the only one. Not only what he said is true, but also that's the smoothest I've heard that guy talk since the stroke. 
yeah, that it, yeah, there's fits and starts and whatnot, but it, it is more no, coherent. It, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I can't remember a time where he sounded. I'm wondering if it's because he's speaking off the cuff versus a prepared statement of any kind, or he's reading something, or I don't know. That's just my take. I don't know. I'm not quite sure. One theory I've heard is that somebody in hit with his condition who had that almost deadly stroke, if you're constantly thinking, what am I supposed to say? Yeah. Right. It As makes right. it a lot harder than if you're actually just speaking how you feel. 100% right. agree. That's yep. what it does sound like. Okay. Uh, whereas, <laughs> whereas, you know, I, you know, I think, you know, Menendez, I think, is really a senator for Egypt, you know, not New Jersey. Uh, so I, 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 I really think he needs to go. And uh, especially it's kind of strange that if Santos uh, is not allowed to remain in the House, you know, someone like that. Yeah. Are you, though, uncomfortable with the fact that there hasn't been an adjudication, that while he's been charged, there hasn't been a conviction? Menendez. With Menendez. Uh, I, I, I am. I, I am. And it's like he has the right uh, to, for his, his day in court and all that. But he doesn't have the right to, to have those kind of votes and things that uh, yeah. th- that's not that's not a right. Wow. It is funny. <laughs> Sonny Hostin, after saying it's a great thing that George Santos, who has not been convicted of any crime, it's great that he's been expelled. But what right. about Bob Menendez? I mean, I know that, you know, he there are some serious like bribery allegations and you know, steering the interests of Egypt uh, in exchange for gold bars and a Mercedes. Right. But, yeah, he hasn't been found guilty, though. I mean, does he really need to be expelled? And, you know, John Fetterman's like, well, yeah, of course he does. Well, then, honestly, I mean, a fair follow-up is, well, John, how do you think about Biden and ties to Ukraine and Burisma and Hunter and the checks coming in? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Just asking. Asking for a friend, John. Don't know. Wow, that is really interesting. Okay. There's other news we still got to get to yet, but you know what it's time for now. The Robin's Big Three. Let's go. It's the three most important news stories of the day. I hit the trifecta. Well, at least according to Scott Robbins. It's the trifecta on the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Yes, every day about this time, the Robbins' top three stories of the day helped by his hero. Hi, it's me, Casey. Casey Kasem. I'm ready. Okay. Three. Hey, uh, man. No, that's good. Go ahead. That's, okay. I got nothing You're to You're just done. You got nothing to say. He's Casey. not coming. He's not no. coming. He's not coming. Good. Well, no, I... Smart offbeat. Jeez. Okay. Three. <laughs> Number three. Uh, study shows increased mental health issues in people who kept getting uh, all the COVID vaccine boosters. And we're also, of course, uh, following all the guidelines set by the CDC. COVID might never be over for a lot of people. We know this. Have you seen them? Yes. A handful. Now, not a lot, but you'll still see them out there with their masks on. And I try not to jump to conclusions. Maybe they have a health issue they're protecting themselves from. I don't know. Maybe they're just pro-Palestinian. That could be, too. Having a mask on, you mean? It seems like a lot of those people have Well, no, they all wear masks. Yeah, they all do. Well, all the Hamas guys, anyway. Uh, COVID, uh, they kind of went along with everything. Brand new study came out of Bangor University in Wales. It's showing the more compliant people were concerning the health and government mandates, the more likely they are to have mental health issues. Shocking, huh? People who follow COVID recommendations are now more likely to have mental health issues. 
Uh-oh. Now, for a lot of us, this is not a big surprise. We assumed this all along. Because we heard him screaming and gross. Where's your mask? <laughs> Just now, completely on with losing the their freak. And the person <laughs> driving next to you by themselves with their mask on in their car. Yeah, that's that guy. pretty nutty. No doubt about All it. All right. Okay. Two. Proof positive now. Yeah. Uh, former Supreme Court Justice Sandra Day O'Connor passed away. Yeah, 93 years old. He's, uh, and the reason I bring this up today, she was the first woman to serve on the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. She was 93 years old and passed away. Now, this is going to come to a surprise to a lot of people who are under the assumption that Ruth Bader Ginsburg was the first one. Hate to break that bubble for you today, but I'm going to. Sandra Day O'Connor, 93, first one. There has been a misconception with some people. Dude, it's everywhere. The weeping and wailing. The first Supreme Court justice was a woman. Ruth died. Uh, remember all that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That person. Well, she was mad at Ruth for dying. Yeah, and it, it, like, hey, wait a minute. Ruth, anybody remember Sandra Day O'Connor? Reagan appointed her, of course, so that was she's awful, but, you know. I guess for some people, then that didn't count. And in, in the case of Katenji Brown-Jackson... And according to Biden, I think she was the first one. I think he did misspeak on that, shockingly. Either or him or Kareem continues. One of the two of them yeah. did, yes. Yeah, somebody did. History was made today. Okay. Yeah. The Scott Robbins trifecta. And finally, one. Uh, number one, Jesse Smollett. His name is back in the news. His conviction yeah. for faking a hate crime against himself has been upheld. Well, he was, remember he got convicted. He went to jail for five days, out on appeal. Now the appellate court has ruled. They confirmed the conviction. So his 150-day sentence will go into effect immediately. Plus, he has to come up with 130 grand of restitution. And uh, like I said, six days behind bars before, and he was released. Now, I bring this up because I want to go back a little bit to 2019. Now that we know Juicy has out of appeals and he's going to jail, he's completely been convicted. He, he faked the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, what a tweet that came out from our vice president in 2019 concerning Juicy Smollett. Kamala Harris tweeted this out. Jesse Smollett is one of the kindest, most gentle human beings I know. I am praying for his quick recovery. This was an attempted modern-day lynching. No one should have to fear for their life because of their sexuality or color of their skin. We must confront this hate. That was our vice president. Having no facts, zero information other than the going on what this guy said. Oh, yeah. This was what happened all over the place. Just to remind you of how nuts these people are. Oh, yeah. At the time, man, he had backing from all sorts of people. You're like, what? And he was playing it out there. Holy cow. I'm pissed off. (laughs) You know, at first it was a thing of like, listen, if I tell the truth, then... That's it, because it's the truth. No, it's not. How can you doubt that? Like, how do you how do you not believe that? It's the truth. <laughs> and then it became a thing of like, oh. There's no evidence. It's not necessarily that you don't believe that this is the truth. You don't even want to see the truth. Because he was black and gay. It feels like if I had said it was a Muslim or a Mexican or someone black, I feel like the doubters would have supported me a lot much more, a lot more. And that says a lot about the place that we are in our country right now. Golly. I mean, where you got to look so hard to find racism, you make it up. Yeah. It's, it, it gets worse. The more, the more you hear it, the more pissed off you get about it, right? <laughs> well, I just want to I mean, and here's Kamala Harris, to... who was a presidential candidate, stirring it up. Well, yeah. 
just playing it over and over and over again. The race card, race card, race card. Yes. People got all wacky and nutty and, you know. It, There's going to be something else in the next year for an election hold, year. You just don't know what it is yet. Yeah, right. Something's coming. No, I think you're right. I think it's going to be very similar to this. It's going to be some trumped-up crazy story. It could be this. It could be something like George Floyd. You're just yeah, not it sure. Could, it it's could be, be any something of that. like that. But yeah. it'll be so, or another virus coming down the pike where you well, can't already, vote in person. We already have that. It's well. It's they, coming. Yeah. You know. They, no. They. Yeah. It's. It's. Uh, virus X is how they're referring to it. It's, nod, the, it's a little nod to Elon Musk. Right. It's the. Well. Yeah. It's the. Um, the mysterious pneumonia that has taken over in China, now the U.S. Um, and so here Europe. we go again. Yep. And there you have it. Oh, thank you. Yes, Scott Robbins trifecta top three of the day. Well done. Oh, Speaking dang. of Elon Musk, you know, he had that message to advertisers that would blackmail him. What they could do, go, you know, themselves. Um, one ad industry insider has a take on that. It's a terrible take <laughs> that we need to get to. And Nimrod's in the news coming up. triggers are everywhere from dust mites pet dander and pollen to smog and smoke an asthma attack can strike anywhere anytime be prepared with quick acting primatine mist clinically proven to open airways quickly it's the number one fda approved asthma inhaler available over the counter primatine mist breathe easy again use as directed a holiday message from Jackson Hewitt. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to get money the same day. Starting December 11th, walk into a Jackson Hewitt for an early loan on your tax refund, and you could walk out with up to a thousand bucks. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to get money. Missing out would be cray. Appointments go fast. Book yours now at jacksonhewitt.com. Early refund advance offered to eligible clients. Application required. Finance charge applies. Loans by Republic Bank. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. Hey guys, listen up. Did you know that by the time you reach middle age, 50% of men are experiencing symptoms of an enlarged prostate? These can be disruptive to sleep, energy, focus, and your social life. Having problems in the bedroom because of an enlarged prostate, Prostate HX can help. A combination of powerful nutrients that have been shown to improve the health of the prostate. If you want less trips to the bathroom, a more restful night's sleep, better energy, and hormonal support, Prostate HX is the answer. For this risk-free offer and free shipping call 800-671-9900 that's 800-671-9900 or go to prostatehx.com for prostate hx today take advantage of this limited time risk-free offer and free shipping by calling 800-671-9900 for prostate hx or go to prostatehx.com that's prostatehx.com these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration these products are not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. I saw in the Wall Street Journal today, they're talking about Elon Musk. The title of the piece said, Elon Musk's F-bombs make Linda Yaccarino's job at X even harder. She's the CEO. Yeah. Because if you hadn't heard it, Elon Musk had a message for advertisers that were going to boycott. Because they said... 
that what he said on X was anti-Semitic. He had walked it back, yeah. clarified what he said. But people said, well, we're still uncomfortable with the platform. Mm-hmm. And that's when Musk uh, said... If, if somebody's going to try to blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money, go f*** yourself. Hmm. But... But, Go right. f- yourself. Just want to make it clear. The clarification yeah, clear? was there. I hope it is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And then went on to explain, you know, what his position is. That there are people, you know, that are actually trying to do good in the world, and then other people that are just trying to look good. And the ones that are just trying to look good but do evil, well, bleep them. So in this piece, it says. An ad industry insider said this is a line in the sand that can't be undrawn. So the quote was from Craig Atkinson, chief executive officer at Code 3. said, yeah, it's a line in the sand. I have no idea what kind of salesmanship can counteract a sentiment like that. Well, just as a practical matter, <laughs> I think the purpose of drawing a line in the sand is to, or the, the, the phrase, is that you're mm-hmm. not going to undraw it. Yes. A line in the sand is the line in the, this is, that's it. Yeah. Well, and, you know, you look at the different advertisers that were pulling from X, and it's Apple, Disney, Washington Post, Paramount, NBC, Marvel, IBM, Sony, CBS, The Colbert Show, Comcast, Lionsgate, and Warner Brothers Discovery. The Colbert Show. Okay. And as the ad exec the insider says i have no idea what kind of salesmanship can counteract a sentiment like that really you do this for a living and you don't know how to counteract it to any of these people how about hey how bad is it going to look if you boycott x but you don't do it with tiktok when you're talking about anti-semitism right because there are plenty of people on social media that are definitely going forth with that message, naming these groups, saying, okay, so you're really concerned about anti-Semitism on X? Well, what about these other platforms? Right. Where And you had the percentages yesterday, David. It's like worse than four to one. Oh, yeah, in, in terms of like a, a rise in uh, anti-Semitic content. I mean, dude, TikTok, they weren't the only one, but TikTok was the most prominent social yeah. media platform that was sharing pro-Bin Laden content. That was just a few weeks ago. Yeah, it's a yeah. good reminder. All right, we got to get to Nimrod. Roll it out. When the going gets tough. Damn it, this is too hard. The dumb get dumber. All right, Dan. It's Nimrod's in the news on the Martley, Van Camp, and Robbins show. I love the poorly educated. All right. Nimrod's in the news. You know, it's been a big year for Barbie. There's a 26-year-old woman in New York, Imoni Thompson. She stole like $800 worth of Barbie toys from a Walmart. Holy cow. Drives off. Police tracked her down. She wouldn't pull over. She then led them on a high-speed chase, exceeded 100 miles an hour. You know what happens in a case like that. They always get her, right? It seems like it. No, they had her information. They let her home. Yeah, safety concerns. Then they went to her place the next day. Was she driving a Barbie car? It says in the story, no. Okay. That's too bad. Arrested for larceny, fleeing an officer, multiple traffic offenses. They don't even know if they got the Barbie stuff back. Oh, man. And that's Nimrod's in the news.